Every day we are bombarded with notifications and updates. We are always connected, but at the same time, we are more isolated than ever. Follow along with us as we explore why our generation is so attached to social media. Put your AirPods in. We're keeping your streaks alive with society. This is episode one of Gen ZT with Mariel Gorsuch and Jane Merle. And for those of you who don't know, T is Gen Z slang for the inside scoop. And we're about to spill the hottest tea, so don't burn yourself. It is a pretty simple question with a potentially terrifying answer. How much YouTube do you watch? Every day, 5 billion YouTube videos are watched around the world. And the number of hours people spend on the platform is up 60% this year and rising, according to Omnicore, a digital marketing agency. YouTube have been developing some digital well-being tools that want to show you just how much YouTube you're watching and whether or not you need to take some enforced breaks. So in this video, we're going to go through exactly how you can beat your addiction to YouTube. Why do people watch YouTube and what makes them so interested in it? According to Google Consumer Insights, and we should say here that Google owns YouTube, 7 in 10 Gen Zers, 4 to 24-year-olds, said watching videos with others helped them feel more connected. But is this the full story? And are we really watching videos with our friends, or do we mostly watch them alone? I mean, if you watch a whole vlog of someone, by the end of it, you're like, oh, that's my friend. I know that person. Yeah. You know, you don't have to see people mm -hmm. in real life. At least that's how I feel sometimes. When thinking of social media, YouTube is definitely not the first form that comes to mind, at least for Mariel and I. But for many people in Gen Z, watching YouTube consumes hours of their day. Geomarketing by Yext, a digital knowledge management platform, says Gen Z watches an average of 68 videos per day. One video automatically leads into the next and time flies by. I like YouTube. I think it can be super helpful. For example, I broke my Beats headphones and it helped me try and fix them. And I enjoy watching vlogs and YouTubers. I like watching it because I think it's entertaining. And if I'm bored or not doing anything, sometimes it just like passes the time. Well, the Nelk boys just screw around and it makes me laugh when I'm bored. I watch them because I think it's like a different kind of entertainment than just watching like a regular show. It's like more like about people's real lives. According to Brandwatch, a social media monitoring company, by 2025, half of YouTube viewers under 32 will not subscribe to a pay TV service. We've moved away from movies and Hollywood productions to what seems to be a more genuine and authentic form of entertainment, YouTube influencers. Influencers are people who have a large social media following, whether it be on Instagram or YouTube. They post pictures or videos of their lives, promote products, give recommendations and advice. Whether they realize it or not, influencers have the power to impart their beliefs on their followers and make an impact. Last October, Taylor Swift shared an Instagram post about who she would be voting for in the Tennessee midterms and encouraged her 12 million fans, many of whom had recently turned 18, to go vote. Over 240,000 people registered to vote that month, which was almost double that of previous months. While YouTube started in 2005 with music videos and how-to videos, our generation has just recently turned to the platform to watch influencers video blogging, which we call vlogging. If you're watching this, this is my first ever real vlog. Today I woke up and I was like, today's the day I'm gonna start vlogging. All right, you guys, so what you guys are about to witness is my very first attempt at a vlog. Bro, this is my first vlog ever. This is your first vlog ever? Bro, this is my first vlog ever. As YouTube gains popularity, we see more and more vlogs surface every day. 
forcing us to wonder, who are these influencers and why do they continue to capture our attention? Jane and I wanted to get to the bottom of this, so we reached out to two Gen Z influencers who both grew up in our hometown of Aspen. Noelle Woods and Jack Sweeney. Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Um, if you are new here, my name is Noelle and thank you guys so much for watching. Noelle Woods is a 23-year-old Aspen native, Hawaii resident, and world traveler. She has 10,200 Instagram followers and only recently began vlogging about her life on YouTube. Her first video, which she posted in March this year, got over 1,400 views. Okay, so I am in the airport right now and I am doing something very exciting. I am flying back to my college in Oxford, Mississippi, Ole Miss, hotty toddy, and I am surprising my best friend for her birthday. After watching her videos, we invited Noelle over to Mariel's house for an interview. When we opened up the door, she had a Starbucks drink in her hand, her hair done, and makeup on. From the beginning, she told us that she had always loved being in front of the camera. I was watching some home videos with my family the other day, and my sisters hated being in front of the camera even when we were babies, and I would shove my face in front of it wherever it went. So even since I was little, I loved being in front of the camera. And in eighth grade, I did um, a little TV show for Grassroots TV um, in Aspen, and I called it the Noel Wood Show, and I just interviewed who I thought were local celebrities. Since middle school, the idea of YouTube fascinated Noel. She had always dreamed of being an influencer and having all eyes on her. She began participating in beauty pageants, competing for Miss Colorado, and starting in high school, she focused on gaining Instagram followers by carefully curating her feed and content. Recently, Noelle gained the confidence and carefree attitude she needed to jumpstart her YouTube channel. YouTube is something that I always wanted to do, but I was just super nervous to do it. Um, it's just a scary thing to start because you have to kind of start from the bottom. So you start with no followers and for the first few videos, you're kind of talking to no one. So yeah. it's a little bit awkward and I was worried about what people would say and what people would think. But this year I just became so secure in who I am as a person that I really just stopped caring about um, what other people would think about it. And I was like, it's my year to chase what I want to do. So I thought it was a good time to start. We asked Noelle whether she feels pressure to cultivate a personal brand for herself. And she told us that she doesn't want to be defined by a single theme. I don't really want to stick to like one particular route of just doing vlogs or just doing beauty. I kind of want it to show like every side of my heart and who I am as a person because I think on social media so often people only get to see one side of you and I really want to use YouTube to show every side of me and um, I have such a heart for people and giving so I think that was a very important side to share. She has dabbled in fashion videos where she tries on new clothing and gives store recommendations. And she has vlogged her travels and daily life. Milan and being in Hawaii, just because I've noticed a pattern as far as YouTube goes that people really like um, to watch people's trips and, I don't know, kind of live vicariously through YouTubers. But for the most part, I'm just doing videos that really appeal to me as well because I wanted to stay true to who I am as a person. And she isn't afraid to share her beliefs or struggles with her followers. Last October, Noelle posted an Instagram about her decision to compete for Miss Colorado. In the same post, she opened up about her struggles with mental health. She wrote, For those of you who know me well, and maybe even those who don't, you know how emotionally draining and exhausting these past few years have been for me. I've suffered with crippling anxiety and depression, and there were many, many days where I couldn't even leave my bed or pick myself up off the floor. I'm tearing up writing this because I'm so proud of where I am today. If you asked me a year ago if I thought I'd be competing for Miss Colorado this year, 
I would have told you something along the lines of, I would love to, but I can't. I'll never be good enough. I'll never be confident enough. But here I am. I'm a very open person. I'm an open book. I don't keep a lot of things to myself. Um, I'm very open about my political beliefs. My beliefs in general, I've always shared with everyone that follows me, you know, my struggles and my story. And I think it's very important to be real with people on social media. Her goal is to be genuine and never hold back from the truth, even when it comes to promoting her brand sponsors. I don't want to promote something that I wouldn't wear or I wouldn't use just because I think it's very obvious to when you see like influencers or other Instagrammers posting things that you know they wouldn't wear. It doesn't really want, it doesn't make you want to buy it because you're like, okay, in real life, are you really wearing this or yeah. are you just doing it to promote yourself? So I really want to just pick brands and companies that I really like. We wanted to know if other Gen Z YouTubers also strive for authenticity in their videos. So we tracked down another YouTube star who grew up in our valley. Do you know Jack Sweeney and have you ever watched his videos? <laughs> yes, I love Jack Sweeney's videos. No, I know Jack Sweeney though. I find Sweeney very entertaining. He's just funny and doesn't know what he's doing all the time. I've never watched Jack Sweeney's videos before. I think I'm still surprised because it's someone I know that's like famous, but I like his videos because they're just like weird and like relatable. Jack is 20 years old, a year older than us, and he currently has 23,000 subscribers on YouTube. His videos are considered vlogs. He carries a camera around and films his daily life, which typically consists of mundane activities. We're going to a real estate conference. How lit is that? So pretty much we have class at 11, and then we're gonna go skiing after class. And get this, possibly even buying maybe a t-shirt. We decided that interviewing him would give us the greatest insight into what it's like to be considered a quote-unquote YouTuber and have an absurd amount of fans. Jack lives about 15 minutes out of Aspen, so we drove up to his house and knocked on the door with the microphone on. What's good? Nothing. Welcome We're... to my boat. Thank you. Are you working on a video? Yeah, I just filmed one. He immediately led us into his living room, where we set up our recording gear, and while doing so, his mom and sister passed through, said hi, and gawked at the huge microphone we were about to use to grill Jack with. Oh my god, that's a big mic. Yeah. The first thing we asked Jack was how he became a YouTuber. I took a gap year after high school, and I had just gotten back from traveling for like a month, and I like didn't have a job yet, and I was kind of just bored. And I was like, you know what? I'm bored, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel, so that's how it happened. His first ever vlog that he posted to YouTube was of him and his friends on New Year's Eve, which he later deleted because he didn't think that it lived up to the quality of his current videos. It's a struggle, you know? There is a lot of pressure. Like the past few videos I've done, I've been like, that video sucks. And so you go through like periods of like hating what you make, but I try not to focus on what other people will think if I'm laughing at my own video, then like, I don't care, and like, that's it, you know? It was funny sitting around and talking with Jack, who we knew as this goofy, understated kid we went to high school with. But that 23,000 other people know as this outgoing, hilarious YouTube vlogger. Hello! What up? Nothing! This is wild. <laughs> I've never met someone over the internet like this. You're my 200 subscriber. Yeah. This is Grace. How do you say your last name? Benvenuti. Benvenuti. That's a dope last name. It means welcome in Italian. 
When we asked Jack why he thinks so many people watch his daily life, he was almost as stumped as we were. I don't know. I think they just like my personality, hopefully. <laughs> That's the goal, but like, why would I expect someone to be entertained by my boring <laughs> life, you know? If we were happy with our lives, like, would we need to be entertained? I don't know. But like, there's obviously a market for it. So like, people like need, like want it, obviously, and it adds value. But when I asked Jack why he thinks YouTube vlogs in general have become such a viral form of entertainment for our generation, the popularity of his videos started to make more sense. I wonder if people like need that entertainment because we're so attached to social media and like technology now. Like, yeah, because I feel like our parents don't. They're not just surfing the internet. Well, it's different type of media for like different gender. Like, social media for us is like their feature films. Like, I don't watch as many movies now, but like I'll watch more YouTube videos. It's just a different form of media, I think. You know? Do you think because like YouTube's not as like filtered as like featured films? Like, how do you think that'll affect our generation? I mean, I think it, it's good because like people actually see if it's a good content creator someone good and real and like they realize that everyone has their struggles you know and like it almost comforts them you know like they're not alone in their, their human condition you know because like hollywood's so fake it was hard for us to imagine being jack and knowing that thousands of people have a look into your life it's kind of weird i got a dm from this girl the other day and she was like the voice in my head is now your voice like what do i do <laughs> i think she was joking but <laughs> She's like, I say everything in your voice now, what do I do? Even though having fans who are always watching his daily life can be weird, Jack appreciates the attention because it means people like his videos and that his audience is growing. For Jack, Noel, and many other Gen Zers, YouTube isn't just a hobby. If YouTube wasn't a thing, I have no idea what I'd be doing with my life right now. Like, I'd probably be so lost just like in the system, like trying to get a nine to five. But I've learned so much off of YouTube. Like it's crazy, like more than I've ever learned in school for sure. Ideally, they'd like to make their social media posts and videos full time. But Jack told us YouTube and school don't necessarily mesh well together. During the school year, oh my God, it's so hard. Especially like during finals because I couldn't work on my video and had to do school, I got through it. Have um, you been tempted to drop out of school and just YouTube? Oh yeah, 100%. 10, <laughs> 10 million percent. Like I definitely think about it every day. Not even just to do YouTube, but just because I don't like school and it costs so much, you know? YouTubers and other social media influencers make money through ads, promoting brands and selling products to their fans. Kim Kardashian has 144 million Instagram followers and reportedly gets paid up to $1 million per post. And last year, the highest earning YouTuber was Ryan, a seven-year-old, better known as Ryan Toys Review. Hi guys, today we're making a magical tree. Reportedly bringing in a whopping $22 million. While it might not fit into their schedules right now, once Jack isn't so busy with work and school, and Noelle with her beauty pageants, they will both consider YouTubing as a way they can make enough money to support themselves. For right now, it's just fun just because I'm starting off, but ideally it is something that I would like to make into a career. Um, it's just going to require a lot more work and time on my part to do so because in order to get a lot of followers, you have to post a lot of videos. It's what I would do for fun anyway, and I'm scared of thinking of it as a job, you know? But, I mean, 
yeah, like I would, like I'd love it to be like my full-time thing. As influencers and vloggers, Jack and Noelle both strive to be genuine and give their viewers a look into their real everyday lives. Jack gains attention by saying outrageous things to make people laugh, pulling lots of pranks and jokes, and giving an inside look at his college lifestyle. Today I'm gonna be giving you a dorm tour. In depth as So I'm gonna be showing you our room, obviously. Bathrooms, the showers, the dumpster. Meanwhile, Noelle has gained a following by being unapologetically herself, speaking out about her struggles with anxiety and depression and filming her vacations in exotic places like Milan and Hawaii. So today is gonna be a really fun vlog, actually. My mom and I are going on a little staycation in Hawaii. We used to stay at the Four Seasons, so that is where we are off to. In their view, the way to gain a following is to build their fans' trust by giving people videos that entertain them, while also making them relatable. Good morning vlog. I hope your morning was better than mine. I was physically dragged from my bed from my ankles, pulled across the floor to my parents' room, where I then had cold water splashed on my face. But as Noelle pointed out, they rarely show themselves doing the undesirable, like studying, working, or doing the dishes. For vlogging, I do try to you know, pinpoint parts of my life that are more interesting and that would appeal to a wide variety of people. It's like the lifestyle that everyone kind of wants to live, so yeah. I think that's why people really gravitate towards it. And this constant stream of fun activities, vacations, new clothes, and hobbies definitely makes their lives seem more desirable than the rest of ours. We wanted to know how Gen Z YouTube fans feel about this, so we asked some of our friends. Looking into other people's lives is pretty weird. It's not always an accurate representation, so sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? I compare myself to other people like everyone else does, which is pretty toxic, honestly. But for me, I'd say it's been a positive overall. It can be interesting to watch, especially when they live like luxurious lifestyles or like lifestyles that are enjoyable to follow along like just see what their day-to-day -day is like but I also think a lot of people on YouTube post things that people want to see there's probably some youtubers that work in a cubicle but you just <laughs> wouldn't see that part of it they're not gonna be like oh going to the cube today all the videos that we watch on YouTube might not be completely accurate representations of people's lives we continue to watch them and we watch lots of them this infatuation with YouTube that our generation has makes us wonder how long will it last? Will there be a point when there are too many influencers and people lose interest? It might be a trend at the moment because I feel like influencers have just blown up in the past couple of yeah. years. I think any day now we could just move on to the next great thing because that's what our generation consists of. That's part of why we have found YouTube. We can watch five minute videos for hours, each one covering a new topic and sometimes even moving on to a new YouTuber, depending on what autoplay generates. While we are more prone to watching short videos rather than long feature films, it's clear the reason is more than just a short attention span. Rather than being a generation that can't focus, maybe we're actually searching for a form of human connection. I would say like in the middle of the video, there's definitely a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm like in their life right now. Like, this is kind of weird. And you do feel a little bit connected because they're talking like directly to the watchers. But then by the end of the video, when they're like, you know, like, comment, subscribe or whatever, it's kind of like, yeah, whatever. You're like, no. So I like I don't watch it to feel connected. It makes me feel connected to their lives, but also sometimes I'm like, this is so re unrealistic, especially when they have like sponsorships or they're like trying to tell you about stuff they're obviously getting paid to do. And so then I'm like, this isn't real. But overall, I think it just makes me feel good, like entertained for the time being. We prefer entertainment that we can relate to 
more authentic people giving us advice, rather than a scripted, edited film. We don't like comparing ourselves to the unreal ideals of Hollywood. If there's one thing that people like about the majority of the videos on YouTube, it's the realness that they offer. So isn't it better that we're comparing ourselves to real people who are less likely to be scripted and perfect? Our generation is the one that supports models who represent real body types and less retouching. Even Noelle, an influencer herself, doesn't like following unrealistic celebrities. A reason that a lot of girls like our age stop going on Instagram is they don't want to compare themselves to other people. I don't follow a single famous person on Instagram. I only follow friends and people that I know solely for that fact that I don't want to have to get on social media every day and see all these girls with realistic bodies and faces and lifestyles and it would just it's too hard for me as a person to see this stuff every day so I just choose not to follow them. Unpopular opinion. We aren't the generation of failure. We are more so the generation of inspiration. And sometimes we spread this inspiration through social media. I actually put together a hundred goodie bags for the homeless community in Michigan, which is where I'm living right now, and spent the whole day going around and chatting with different people and kind of hearing their stories and also providing them with basic needs that they might not have access to, like toothbrushes and toothpaste and water and snacks. I like to just like see what everyone's doing, kind of feed off of what other people are doing. You know, if I see someone on a bike ride on Instagram, then it might motivate me to go on a bike ride or something. And call YouTube what you want, a time-sucking hole of meaningless videos, maybe? Or as Noelle would say, I call it the scroll hole. But here's a hot take. YouTube has allowed people to express themselves in more than just pictures and words like Instagram or Facebook. It has allowed people to share beliefs and ideas, triumphs and struggles in their own voices, conveying emotion and realness, which is what our society needs. But does the fact that we've found connection through our screens mean we are missing out on actual human interactions? Have we lost contact with the real world? Are we really the generation that's been destroyed by technology? These questions are tough to answer, since social media is all we've ever known. Next time on Gen ZT, we will leave the digital world on red for an entire week to discover if our lives really would be better without social media. I feel like being alone and not having social media is honestly kind of scary. And that's the Gen ZT with Jane Merle and Mariel Gorsuch. Woo! Oh, we're not done. <laughs> I thought we would do. This episode was produced by Eleanor Bennett. Big thanks to Aspen Public Radio executive producer, Tammy Turwell. And special thanks to Gaia Creative for our beautiful logo. Music by Poddington Bear. Gen ZT is a production of Aspen Public Radio. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. I mean, check out our next episode. They won't after you said it like that. <laughs> Hey, I'm Aspen Public Radio reporter Alex Hager, and thanks for listening to our new podcast, Gen ZT. We'd love to hear what you think. Post a comment on social media or drop us a line at apr at aspenpublicradio.org. Your membership is what makes new stories like this possible. We appreciate your support to help us grow. Not a member? Go to aspenpublicradio.org today. Thank you.